guys it's been a minute how are you doing what is this season for you what's unfolding for you (laughs) for me it's been a season of breakups if i'm being honest (laughs) however i i think that these last couple of ones have been really healthy um in the sense of like how I navigated through it because I felt all the feelings you know (laughs) tears were shed (laughs) however like I don't know like I've just been like sitting back and reflecting on just how I navigated through the the ending of you know connections with people that I really felt were going you know well or bringing something fruitful from it and then you know things ended some were expected and mutual and some uh, not so much yeah you know <laughs> this is the life of being on the apps <laughs> so yeah you know that I've been on the apps um, seeking to connect with people and I'm not only on them for dating, I'm also on them for making friends and meeting new people. I think that's one of the things about, you know, post-college life is, you know, you're looking for so many different types of connections. Um, oftentimes, you you realize you may move to a new state, and so you're not with the people that you went through such a uh, pivotal time in life with. <laughs> college is crazy and you change and transform so much Um, and sometimes we move away and so even though you may stay connected to those friends you want some local folks that you can like really hang out with talk with and kind of get rooted with on a deeper level Um, and then sometimes you know we carry those high school friends for you know beyond high school and then we start to notice that there are some differences in how we're processing life and how we you know are even just seeing the world and showing up and there is some time a period of disconnection and we're like okay now i feel like it's time for me to move forward or maybe just extend myself beyond this one space and it's hard sometimes it is hard because there can be fatigue <laughs> You know, when you think about the idea of starting over, I think that's why we we honestly stay in some relationships so long. Even when we feel like they're not as aligned is because like the fatigue of starting over, it just can be a little overwhelming. Um, so sometimes that happens. And <laughs> I think the biggest thing for me when it comes to that fatigue, um, even just like with being on the app because you're meeting so many people and you're trying to be you know authentic vulnerable you know and show up fully as yourself but then it's like ciao (laughs) there's only so many people in the world I can connect with (laughs) and really like have meaningful deep conversations with especially all my introverts yes me (laughs) you know there's only so much in my social battery um because I'm a person who likes to go deep um And so I just have to be really cognizant of my energy when it comes to that. But, (laughs) ciao. 
with putting myself out there and meeting new people, you know, and having some things, you know, I guess, you know, go for a certain amount of time and then conclude. (laughs) It's hard. It's challenging. And I think one of the biggest things that has allowed me to keep moving forward with this process of connecting with new people, whether it's, you know, looking for romantic people, people to be, I guess, connected with romantically, (laughs) but also like friendships is that I can recover from anything. Um, Whatever you know, transitionary period, awkwardness, distance, you know, the breakup happens, like I can recover from it. And I guess I think about just all of the transitions I went with, I went through with like different friends and, you know, some people you thought, oh God, I'm gonna, this is my like best friend for life, right? And then things fade. Sometimes it's, it's big and dramatic (laughs) and sometimes it's just like life gets in the way or you know you realize that you were compatible as friends in one season and now not so much uh but then we look back and we see that like regardless of how challenging it was like look at where we are now as a result of like continuing to move forward despite how awkward or frustrating, overwhelming, grief-filled, like that time of transition was. And it's a beautiful thing to realize, acknowledge, and celebrate our resilience. And so I've been doing a lot of that with all of these breakups. (laughs) Um, But one of the things that I love about apps is that my radius is beyond my, like, state. sometimes I forget that you know and I'm really vibing with people and then I'm like wait where do you live Uh, oh my gosh you are multiple states away but I I think I I keep it that way because I love traveling and you know if I really hit it off with somebody friendship or otherwise like it just gives me a reason to do the thing that I love to do which is to travel and see new places and you know the busier we get sometimes it you lose that motivation um to go and explore and just like do something new and different um and so when you have people planning in these different spaces like it gives you motivation to like leave the space that you're in and for me traveling and seeing the world keeps me motivated to dream bigger and not be complacent and comfortable where I am um and so it's just they all tie into together I think a lot of these choices that I'm making as far as like how I'm choosing to socialize in this season and using technology and social media and apps to do that is very intentional because it aligns with my desire to live an expansive life you know beyond just wherever I'm I'm currently playing it like child I want to get out there (laughs) and so these apps kind of help keep me reminded of like my desire to see the world and uh you know just live beyond wherever I locally am and so I want to talk about recovering from when things don't go our way (laughs) in relationships because like I said I think that recently I've had some pretty healthy breakups I'm not gonna lie like I've I feel good about them. Like, I don't feel good that it happened. (laughs) But, like, in hindsight, you know, my my world didn't, like, fall into each other. It didn't collapse. Like, I feel good. (laughs) And I think it's because of how I showed up in the relationships. You know, we talk a lot about, like, authenticity and being yourself and, you know, um, not trying to fit a mold based on expectations, but allowing your authenticity to attract 
people to you. And so when you show up and meet people, like the more authentic you are, the easier it is to filter whether or not this person is compatible with where you are in the season. Um, and I think that saves you time. And I think when, regardless of the outcome, like I can sit with this this meaningful, I don't know, I guess celebration that like I showed up as myself. Like I grew through this in a direction that aligns with my purpose because I think my authentic design is connected to that, right? And so if I spent time pretending for the people that I'm trying to, you know, connect with, then when things didn't work out or if they didn't work out, there would be a season of, ah, okay, well, let me now try and reconnect with myself. And I think that's where a lot of frustration comes when there's a breakup is we oftentimes find ourselves losing parts of ourselves um, because we're fixated on fitting in with this person or trying to fit this person into our life instead of asking the question of, are we aligned? Is this organically like coming together? Or do I feel like I have to try really hard to make it work? Um, And I think that kind of, adds to some of the the grief um, when things don't work out. And so I think authenticity has been a big part of me having, you know, a healthy perspective on the transition when things don't go as planned. But also I think it's the fact that I don't go through the breakup alone. And I think I'm able to go through it with my community because I didn't isolate myself from them when I met this new person, you know? And so I think we talked about that in one of the episodes about like prematurely, you know, prioritizing people. Shout out to my girl, Shan, love her book. Um, But yeah, like I think there's this tendency where we meet somebody and we get so enthralled with the idea of them and how they could potentially make us feel. And so we start to prioritize them, you know? And so you get that text from your friends and you wanna hang out and you agree. But then the person that you're currently enthralled with, (laughs) that you're fantasizing about, they message you and say, hey, free Friday, and you reschedule with the friend, the friend that has been in your life for the past 10 years, the friend that you have history with, the friend that you said yes to first in order to restructure your life for this new person that you have just hit the 90-day mark with. And we don't think about it in those terms. We think about the idea of like, I'm so excited to hang out with this person because it's new, it's different. And we are still in this space of romanticizing what could be, um, that sometimes we're not rationalizing, like, yo, is what I'm doing even like kind to the other people around me? Is it um, considerate and fair? Um, No. (laughs) If you said yes first to the other friend, like, all of a sudden canceling because it's a new person who literally 90 days in (laughs) wants you to go to the movies you know there's no consideration of the history that you have it's not even just about history it's also that simple principle of who asks first (laughs) you know and so I think we do that so many times and sometimes on larger scales and we don't realize that these choices that we're making right are isolating us from the people who we who have been there you know, for a significant amount of time. And then when the breakup happens, we feel so alone. And we don't process that this feeling of being alone is connected to a series of choices that we made throughout connecting with this new person 
that slowly isolated us from those that were part of our supportive tribe, right? And so I think I was very intentional. I've been very intentional with these people that I'm meeting on the apps that I'm making sure that I'm literally (laughs) penciling in on my digital and physical calendar so I can see it, right? I think being able to see how I'm spending my time has been really, really helpful. Um, And I literally have one calendar dedicated just to like, self-care and part of the category for self-care is like how I'm socializing right um the social commitments that I'm making and so with that you know I write out okay I'm spending time with this person this day this person this day oh I haven't called this person in a while like okay next month I'm gonna so all of that has been helpful because even though I you know I'm on these apps I'm connecting with new people and I'm sending updates and all those different things like I'm also like yo what about my friends you know have when's the last time I called this person they're not local but like I'd love to just get on FaceTime and so just being intentional and I think um when I as I'm exploring new hobbies we talk a lot about that how I've been trying to get new hobbies and so roller skating has been one of them and so I've been trying to do these new hobbies with like my already established friends and so that also contributed to when things transitioned and they didn't go as planned um with the people that I'm meeting on the app it's like I, my friends also know what's going on in my life. They know, oh, you're talking to this person, you're talking to that, because they've been a part of the journey. They weren't isolated from it, you know, just because I got enthralled with a new person. I love that word. I'm probably going to say it six more times (laughs) for no reason. But yeah, so I think that's a big thing. So authenticity, you know, being intentional about who you spend time with as you are connecting with new people. Um, And not, you know, prematurely prioritizing them and dismissing your friends in the process. Um, Yeah, so I think those things are really important. And one of the things that I have been processing through is the difference between attachment and connection. Um, And I'm going to be honest, Gerald, I definitely um, have feared this idea of being too attached to somebody um I'm of the belief that I want to I don't want to be left I want to be the one on the leaving <laughs> and honestly that's like my fear talking like I have a huge fear of being left of being abandoned like that that's how that freaks me out like you know you get all wrapped up in this person you go all laid and next thing you know they like I'm not feeling anymore but you I was over here planning you know what we going to next week <laughs> and so like that's a big fear for me and so I've been processing like you know like what does attachment mean and like what does connection mean? like what's a healthy way to you know meet people and build relationship with them and so throughout my processing I think for me I define attachment as you know, kind of building a a dependence on somebody. Um, Because at that point, you all are intertwined, right? Attachment. Um, And for me, connection is being open to receiving from, right? Um, And so I think connection to me feels more healthy. It feels more doable. It feels feels safer, okay? Um, Especially, like I said, my fear and all. (laughs) And so with 
being connected. Um, I think part of practicing that over attachment is, you know, not making that person my all in all. Um, and so making sure that I am being consistent with my other relationships throughout that process and my family, <laughs> making sure that I'm making time to spend with them um, is so important. And so having that balance kind of keeps me from petering over into the attachment versus the connection. Um, and, you know, I think that's just helpful for me because if, child, if I'm, sometimes I can try and be detached because I'm like, well, I don't want to be the one left. <laughs> but, you know, once I kind of stop, uh, pause and process through like, okay, what's a healthy way to do this? I'm like, okay, connection, that makes sense, you know, because when somebody steps away, right, um, I, I, there's so many other places of support. You know, there's so many other people and things that I'm involved in. My world is so expansive that while there is a grieving period, it's not like everything is falling apart. Because I think with attachment, that person becomes the axis for which your world revolves around, right? Um, and so when that person is the axis, everything does fall because it's spinning and held up by that, you know, the decisions that person makes. And so an example of that is like, um, oh, I can't do this because, you know, I got plans with this person. Or we supposed to have, we supposed to talk on the phone sometime on Friday. I don't know what time, but I got to keep my whole day free. That's attachment because your world is revolving around them. And every decision you make is based off of that person and their presence in your life versus, you know, the idea of looking at your schedule and saying, okay, so they want to talk on Friday. Let me make sure I check in with them specific time so that way I make sure that throughout the day I'm also living my life you know maybe then once I've, I pencil in what time I'm hanging out with them I schedule a morning brunch with a friend or you know I go out to coffee later or whatever so that your whole day isn't just I'm waiting by the phone for them that's attachment <laughs> that is attachment so and that's fear-based that is so fear-based because you know you should be able to live a full And so with that idea of making that person your all and all, let's talk about it because that's a big thing. And I I have to say, I don't think I am into that idea of like finding my person. I think I used to be into that language. You know, it sounds very much like a fairy tale, beautiful, what we all want. Um, However, I think... (laughs) You know, I'm just realizing that, and maybe this is part of like growing up. You know, when you're ki- when you're a kid, your parents you see them as like these superheroes. Sometimes, depending on the dynamic and relationship you have with them, and you put these expectations that they they can be my everything in a sense. Like, oh, they can't do no wrong. <laughs> but the more that you grow up and realize, okay, they're flawed humans too. You start to realize that there is. A need for grace but also a need for you to look outside of the family dynamic for some of your needs to get met right um and so in that same vein i would say like i think a lot of times as kids we meet these friends in the playground they become our best friends and we tell them everything and as we grow up we realize 
especially when that high school age hits or even middle school, you start to develop your own identity and your own sense of style and your own, you know, thoughts and opinions about the world. You start to realize this person, while they can still be my best friend because they hold so much history, they're like the griot, the human griot of my life. Um, the story, the holder of my stories, they may not be able to relate to every single thing in my life. And the when we accept that, we're able to have such so much more peaceful <laughs> relationships with people because we're not as frustrated um, that they don't, you know, do everything that they don't, they, they don't, how do I say this? They, where our expectations for them are more realistic. Yeah. So with that, I think my thought process around connecting with someone romantically is realizing that, you know, as much, even if we are compatible, that doesn't mean we're compatible in every single area of life. Um, I think sometimes it's more about like character and how they treat me, you know, the idea of mutual respect, um, maybe even some shared values, but they can't be my everything. Because first of all, they got a whole job and they're not available 24-7 at all. Like, <laughs> neither am I. I'm out here trying to build a whole business. So, you know, I think that idea of like letting go of the idea of having that one person be my everything has even made breakups easier because I'm not as... Like, again, that person is in the axis for which my world revolves. And so I'm not left trying to pick up the pieces of everything. I'm just trying to sort through what happened in that one relationship, you know? So I think the biggest thing is, child, there's going to be some grieving. If you don't feel anything, that's you should check in on yourself. That's, that's a red flag. You know, apathy means we're kind of detached from the world but if you got some sad feelings because things don't work out with different people as you're going out there and putting yourself out there that's okay that's human that's normal that's natural and I hope that you're reminded that you can recover from it you know we process through it we rebuild um but we can indeed recover and again my favorite thing (laughs) is that every time we open ourselves up to new opportunities and new people we expand our capacity for life and love and laughter and liberation it is just so incredible and I don't know about you but that lights me up (laughs) the idea that regardless of the outcome of the relationship like I expand and grow as a person and I am now you know better positioned to receive more and that is exciting and thrilling and so I hope you're reminded that or you're encouraged that we're all just figuring life out and trying to make it work figure out the puzzle pieces of who to connect with and who we're compatible with and and how to show up as our authentic selves and even discovering who our authentic selves are you're not in it alone we're all just trying to figure it out and your progress is beautiful and I celebrate that I see your growth I see that you have been putting in the work and that you are not the person that you were yesterday last week last month and last year you have evolved and it is beautiful to witness 
And the world, the world needs you. You and all of your authenticity. And I thank you for continuing to move forward in spite of the frustrations and disappointments of life. Until next time, I can't wait to talk again. (laughs) 